Hello, friends. Welcome back to D Stories. My name is David Jacobs. These are my personal stories. You can find me on the internet at davidjacobsvoiceovers.com and send me an email at david at davidjacobsvoiceovers.com. This story is called I'm a Thief. You know, we're going way back to when I lived in Chicago. And I was a very young child. I don't remember exactly uh, the age, but it was quite, quite young. Elementary school, I do believe. My first transgression into thievery happened at school. There was a particular toy, I do believe, that was in the school. And I wanted it very badly. Very badly wanted this. And I don't even remember exactly what it was, but I do remember the desire to have this was very strong. And so I just put it in my backpack and walked home. I knew full well what I was doing was wrong. Did I think about getting caught? I guess not really. You're so driven by your desire for the object that you don't think about the consequences or much of anything else. This lusting desire for this toy overwhelmed everything else. Now, when I got home, you see your mom, and you instantly go into guilt mode because you know you have done something wrong. Hi, Mom. How is everything? I did something wrong. Well, it turns out that by this time already, the school had called home and asked if they had uh, a toy that had been brought home somehow, maybe by mistake or what have you. And I am a bad liar and generally an honest person, and my guilt just crushed me, and I cried and said, yes, it's in my backpack. I wanted it so much. It's so cool. I know it was wrong. I need to take it back. Yes, you need to take it back, and you need to say you are very sorry, and you will not do that kind of thing again. So I had to make the shame walk back to school, return the item, and apologize, and, uh, it was a little bit of a traumatic experience, you know. It was like, man, I really did something wrong, you know. Dishonesty, thieving things. One of the top things, but my parents really, really disallowed. You could do lots of bad things, but lying especially, or taking something and then lying about it, that's about the worst you could do. So a little bit later, some friends and I, also very young, maybe we're a couple of years on now, still young kids, but not quite that young. Well, you see, at the toy store downtown, they also had candy and stuff. And they just so happened to have this one golden box of candy. It was this really cool-looking gold box made of paper, I believe, cardboard. And it was full of all kinds of great candy. And we became obsessed with this box. Now, I'm sure it was more expensive than any of us had money for. 
I'm sure we didn't want to ask our parents, can we have the big box of candy or what have you? We decided together to steal it. This was a conspiracy among several kids. I think there were probably four of us or so. And so we developed this elaborate conspiracy to get the box. How were we going to get this box? Now, we were old enough at least to plan and to think and to strategize about it. Because we spent days, maybe even a week, thinking about this box. How could we get this box? What were all the things we would need to do to get this thing? We couldn't just walk in and grab it. So... We need a distraction. Yes, someone would have to distract the clerk. As easy as simply asking a question, maybe asking to see something that was behind the counter, causing them to turn around for a moment to find the object. This would be the prime moment to take the box. Someone else at this exact moment would grab the box and run. Run as fast as you can, but not too fast at the beginning because not to attract attention to yourself while you're still getting out of the store. But once you hit the sidewalk, then you've got to be off and going. And where are we going? Down the street? And can we cut in to hide somewhere? Yes. I think 100 feet down the sidewalk, you could cut to the right and get into some bushes or other area where you could sort of disappear. Seemed like an okay plan. Distract, grab, run, disappear. Two people were involved in the direct action, and there was one or two people who could be outside watching for trouble. Police, a parent, any kind of trouble where we might need to cut the mission short or whatever. And so we had our plan, and we thought about our plan, and we went to the store and not quite rehearsed the plan, but kind of walked through it as we were standing there. Walked through quietly without attracting attention how we were going to do this. Walked down the sidewalk. Okay, that's where we'll cut in. This was a very well-planned robbery by children who wanted candy. I was not one of the primary people. I was not one of the people. I was not the person who distracted. I was certainly not the person who was going to grab and run. I believe I was one of the other two people outside doing whatever we were going to do. I don't think I wanted to be that close to the robbery. I was generally a good kid. I don't do these things. I was raised better than that. But I wanted that candy. And this all sounded very exciting. Very exciting, kind of dangerous. We even talked about, well, what would happen if we were caught? Worst case scenario, we're caught. What would happen to us? Would we go to jail? What would happen? What's the worst thing? Well, our parents certainly wouldn't let us go to jail, right? We'd be grounded for certain Any allowance we had would be gone. But we probably wouldn't actually go to jail. So it would be bad. But we could probably survive it, right? 
We thought about these things. At least we were smart enough to think about these things. The implications, the consequences, we thought it all through pretty well. And so the day came. The day came when we were going to do this. Broad daylight, midday. And they go in, and we're nervous. Oh, God, we are nervous. Because this is, we, we knew exactly what we're doing. We're going to rob a candy store. This is illegal. This is against the law. This is bad. But we're going to do it. We're nervous as hell. Oh, God. Whew. But we're ready. We've planned. We've sort of rehearsed. We know exactly what we're going to do. We got this on lock. They go in. Kid one distracts the person at the front. Nothing bad seems to be happening outside. The person grabs the box and they run. Well, they walk very quickly to the sidewalk and then they run. We all run. And we run down that sidewalk and we cut in to the bushes or whatever it is that we cut into disappear. And we did it. Oh, my God. We're looking around. There's no one coming after us. Nothing seems to be happening. We did it. We made it. We have the box. Nothing's happening. We can't believe it. It went really smoothly. Like, wow, that kind of went right as planned. It was perfect, seamless, exactly as we had thought it out. We couldn't believe it. How easy it was. Wow. Now, fortunately, this didn't get into our heads. Like, oh, that was so easy. We could do that again. Or we could do different, more, better things. It didn't get to our head. Thank God. We were all relatively decent kids. So we pretty much said, okay, we got away with it. We're going to count our blessings and that's it. We didn't get big ambitious like we could do this again. It was like, woohoo, we got the box. That's all we wanted. We're done. Shut it down. And we split up the candy in the box. Days went by. No one said anything. We went back into the store. No one said anything. Nothing happened. It was kind of wild. That was my first, well, first or second thieving experience, my first successful one. I didn't steal anything for a very long time after that. Like I said, it didn't go to my head. It didn't become a thing. It was just a one day, ooh, we want this box. We got the box. So I didn't do anything even remotely like that for years and years and years and years. We moved to California then, and now I'm in High school, I believe. And I am a teenage boy. This one is a little embarrassing. I'm a teenage boy. Teenage boys like to look at naked girls. Teenage boys would love to get their hands on a Playboy. Or a penthouse, even better. And my friend and I, we have these feelings, of course. But it's very hard to get your hands on these things when you're a kid. 
my parents did not read these things. My brothers did not read these things. There was no one around that we could, you know, get them from. Then one day, we are in a little shop in my grandmother's community. My grandmother lived quite literally across the street from where we lived, where I lived, in a little community of apartments, very, very nice. And they had this really cool shop in the center of it where you could buy, you know, milk, eggs, cereal, bacon, all the th- It was like a little miniature supermarket. Really cool. And, of course, they had candy and sodas and stuff. And we would be riding our bikes around, and this was a really convenient, cool place to go to get a soda or a candy bar or whatever. And that's what we did for a while. Then one day, one of us, can't remember which one, went to the bathroom. We had to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, it's in the back. Just go into the back where the employees usually go. Turn left. There's a little bathroom down there. Cool, thank you. We go to the bathroom. And what do we discover in the bathroom that's sitting right on top of the water tank? The latest issue of Penthouse. Oh, man. So, whichever one of us went in there, we come out and go, dude, there's a penthouse in the bathroom. It's just sitting there. Really? Yeah, it's just sitting there. It's the latest issue. Wow. We could just, like, you could just shove that in your pants, right? That'd be pretty easy. Yeah, I think so. And I think it was me who did the deed, at least first. Asked to go to the bathroom, saw the penthouse, shoved it in my pants, put the shirt over or whatever. Casual as can be, you just walk out. Hey, thank you very much. They're not really even watching you anyway because they've got other customers or what have you. We get the penthouse. <laughs> we got the penthouse, dude. We got this penthouse. This is great. Hey, do you think next month there'll be another one there? Yeah, probably. We'll go check it out. So the next month we go back to our little shop. We ask to go to the bathroom and lo and behold, there's another penthouse for us. The latest issue. I think we may have switched So it wasn't always the same person going back each time. That would be a little bit suspicious. So he went back and got that one. The next month I went back and got it. The next month he got it. And we were able to do this for a while. I would say at least three or four months we were able to do this. And it was seamless, easy, just sitting right there. And then one day... The guy who was there, and it wasn't always the same person every time. We weren't really smart enough to kind of do it at different times so that we would hit a different person who was um, on duty uh, selling things there. We weren't quite that smart to think about that because it just no one ever seemed to notice or care. And what were they going to say? Hey, you're stealing my penthouse from the back. It's a little weird. So 
maybe it's just all a little too much and whatever. I'll just put another, another issue back there. Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. I don't really want to deal with it. So maybe a little embarrassing or what have you. So maybe they just weren't ever going to say anything because of that. But we didn't really hit different people every time. So there was this one guy that we knew because we were in there all the time and he knew us. And of course, of course, you put two and two together. Every month his penthouse goes missing. Every month for the last four months. And every month, more than that probably, we show up. And we always ask to go to the bathroom. And we're young teenage boys who would love nothing else than a penthouse. This isn't rocket science. And so one day we walk in, ask to go to the bathroom, and he looks at us with a pretty stern, serious, don't mess with me look. It was very clear the look in his eyes. And he said, no, no. And I think he said, I know what's going on and it's going to stop now. Get out. I mean, obviously, he, he, it doesn't take much to put two and two together to know, oh, obviously, these young teenage boys are stealing my penthouse every month. Duh. And so he shut it down. No, I know what's going on. Get out. <laughs> and so our porn thievery was shut down. We didn't even go back to that store for a really long time. We were a little freaked out and also thankful that he didn't, like, call the police or turn us in or anything like that. So we were very, very thankful that he didn't take it to another level and he just said, knock it off, idiots. And so we, we were able to walk away scot-free. But we did think, because, you know, by now, you've, you've been getting penthouse every month and you want more. Oh, we're shut down. How can we get more? And we did actually think one day, kind of stood in front of the rack and said, hmm, I wonder, do you think we could actually take one off the rack? Do you think we could actually do that? The rack is partially hidden from view. And if we had a large coat on, if it was more like the winter and we had a larger coat on, could we actually get it off the rack, shove it in our coat would that work? Because they wouldn't notice necessarily as much as the one that's in the bathroom, which is easy to notice. But one missing from the rack, would they notice that as much? But could we get it off the rack right there in the middle of the store? This is now bald face robbery. This is really taking it up a level. We thought about it. We kind of thought... Maybe there's a shot. We, we, we very well might be able to pull this off. But then again, the implications. At that point, bald-faced robbery right off the rack, much more likely he's going to call the cops, especially since he's already a little pissed off based on what we're doing. Now, 
he's probably going to turn us in. This is very, very, very risky. Nah, this ain't worth it. This, this, nah. Nope, 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 nope. We abandoned those plans, dumb plans as they were, um, and that was it. That was it. We just used our old, <laughs> we had our old penthouses, about four or five of them, and that's all we got until whenever. So, and that's it. I never stole anything ever again. So, I am a thief, but my career in thievery was relatively short. A toy from a school that I did return, some candy from a shop in Chicago that we did get away with, and porn from California, which we did get away with. That's my story. It's a little embarrassing, but I'm not a thief anymore. I'm an honest person. I was raised right. But, you know, sometimes in life, especially in your youth, you have indiscretions. We all do various things, and that was our indiscretion. And uh, I'm sorry for it, world, but uh, that's done with. So thank you for listening to this story of mine. Again, if you'd like to work with me on a voiceover project, be that a commercial an e-learning project, a corporate narration, maybe you need to update your phone system, your prompts, or your welcome messages. Maybe you've got a podcast and you want an intro or uh, uh, an exit or what have you. Anything you need where you need a voice, that's me, davidjacobsvoiceovers.com. The email being david at davidjacobsvoiceovers.com. I will thank you very much for going there and checking it out. Thank you for listening. Do subscribe. If you could rate and review this podcast on iTunes, that would be extremely nice of you. Or just stick around and wait for the next one to come rolling down the pipe. Thank you very much for listening. I'll talk to you next time.